I didn't think you'd be so quick. I meant with like life in general. Oh, I mean, life in general is. No, I got you, girl. No, I was just doing a little. I can you just stop calling it island maintenance because it's not an island because I'm not playing Animal Crossing anymore. <laughs> um, but I will probably always call it an island, even though it has nothing to do with Animal Crossing. I mean, you know. But, sorry, valley maintenance. Oh my god! My goodness. Dude. And it's funny yeah. because, like, I got the sleep. I have the caffeine. I should have the energy. I do not have the energy. It does not make me go. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look for something. Hold on. Enjoy yourself. Entertain yourself. Give me, like, two minutes. You're probably not even listening to me as I entertain myself, which is fine. Because you don't respond even if you are. But the extra shop and stuff it doesn't hurt to have extra moonstones not that i probably plan on buying anything because i'm a hoarder he's ditchy boy i can't wait to hear this recording later oh my god <laughs> did you not hear me the whole time no i had my headset off <laughs> uh, i'm trying to look, i'm trying to do something i'm trying to see if i can listen to you through my ear holes and use <laughs> my mic holes. instead like, I have, like, an actual mic. I don't see if that... They use your brains. Big girl brains. Dude, they, they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. I just sat here entertaining myself. I told you to entertain yourself. Oh, I did. Okay, I was just talking about moonstones and all that jazz. So funny. Being a slacker player and... Ooh, hair. <gasps> Ooh. All right. Better? Yeah. Okay. Just my regular headset. I'll figure it out eventually. You just sounded like weirdly like hollow surround soundy. Oh, maybe. Sense. I mean, I guess so. It's just the mic. It's like a podcasting mic. <laughs> so I was trying to see. Uh, that's okay. Uh... Welcome to life. Well, I haven't found my stupid chest yet. Hold on. Okay. Please hold. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Ah, I didn't have to go far. And now it's all written with the world. Magic everywhere. All this fantastic disasters in the air. There we go. That's I'm like, what am I <laughs> my brain just like totally crapped out on that one. I was like, uh, what am I saying? Okay. Hi. Hi. Welcome <laughs> to the party. Oh, we're not partying. No, we're not well, partying. As much as we party, maybe. P party every day. Ah. <laughs> Party like a rock star. Just kidding. Oh, that's a totally um, different song. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Party rock? Do we party rock? <laughs> <laughs> and I guess there's a lot of party songs, huh? Well, that makes sense. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. So I guess I guess I can start by welcome to whatever the hell is happening today. <laughs> yeah, my brain mush. With our smut, our smut club, smut smut club i wish this... my brain was mush because of smut alas uh, yeah. it is life alas it is the existence Ex life existence that has mushed my brain are we having an existential crisis right now <laughs> is that what's going i don't on? think i'm old enough for that <laughs> probably not is it a midlife crisis we're old enough for that <laughs> no it's like more like a quarter life crisis third quarter, of life. yeah third third of the life crisis, yeah, there we go. perfect we're having a third life <laughs> we're not that old no we're not uh so ariel what book are we discussing today unfurl it's so 
this author normally re writes normally reads no this author normally writes your kind of vibe books she's usually more of a fluffy romance good vibes like you want to just chill and that's not what this was so she decided to go by a different name and try something different for this book and this upcoming series so unfurl is about a 22 year old girl who grew up in a very ultra religious household in a household where father knows best father does best it's a patriarchal household yep and she's gone to schools where you know everyone has been on the same page as that and she has been taught basically sit down shut up and do what you're told um and she is now at an age and has friends that she feels like she's missing out on life because she feels like she's coming out of a fog and she's feeling like she spent her whole life not being able to think and not being able to choose anything and she wants to have relations with people and that's strictly prohibited and <laughs> you said relations like we're not talking about banging i did i'm trying to i'm trying to give this you know like i'm trying to give it a description first i know i suck at this no, you're, <laughs> you're good you're good you're always good um, at this anywho <laughs> Uh, her upstairs neighbor moves in, and he is an older gentleman who's actually raised the same way as her, but came out of it much, much earlier than she did. And he has a club, a sex club, and one of his specialties is a program for uh, more innocent people to lose their innocence with more experienced people so that it's not just a lackluster, you know, unhappy event. Yeah, exactly. And she is like gung-ho all aboard that train. And they're the main characters, so they have a connection. And it just kind of goes from there. I think that about sums up what the premise is, yeah? Yeah, Yeah. that pretty much sums it up. I will have to say, I don't know if you read – all of the like the author blurbs or anything, but she wrote this book as almost a, like a catharsis for herself because this was how she was raised. Mm-hmm. And I think that is why there were certain, there's a couple sections in the book that were a little frustrating because it seemed to be such a coming out of this, like uh, owning oneself, setting boundaries. And, you know, and then like there was this scene, I say it's just scene, it's not a movie, but there was this, this chapter after they finally, you know, slept together where she's like, I want to go to church now. Yeah, that one. That and I me. was like, that doesn't make sense in my head. Like I, like she reasoned it out. Sure. But I think that was just her own stuff in her head versus how at that point where that character would have been. Right. Personally, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I read it. Yeah, I... Um, What's her name? Belle. Belle. There we go. I was going to say, I've already read like three books since then. So my brain was like, Belle, we start out, she's just this whiny, like immature, really materialistic girl. She still calls her parents mummy and daddy, which 
total gag, by the way. Like even he, the 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 guy finds her saying mummy like super duper uncomfortable. Is it Rafe or is it Raph? I think it's like, it's like I really did like the author's writing style. Yes. I'm going to liked- be honest. I You texted me warning me that she was going to be this self-centered. And I maybe I'm just like desensitized to it at this point because I've read a lot with that in it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. She was. Yeah. Because she was name dropping designers. Better. Yeah. She was name dropping designers and the clothing that she's wearing, which I understand, especially in that specific type of family. But it didn't. If you had never warned me about it, I still wouldn't have known like how bad it was because she didn't gotcha. bother me. Well, like the first two chapters, she just spent like whining and like forcing herself to do then jump through these hoops so that she could stay at her parents stay at her parents' yeah, fancy yeah. right for yeah that it part was, was just a like weird. it was so materialistic, uh, you know. And then like she's like going through this like crisis when later on in the book and then she's like well at least i have this nice place like at at rafe's place at least i have this nice place to surround myself to like you know what i mean and she's like talking about like it was just she was just whining just she was i think it was just to showcase how young and immature she was but i don't know she got way better but that's just how it started up for sure Um, but i really liked this author's writing style i loved the texting format every time they had to do texting i loved how that was put into the book because a lot of times they just add it in regular text form but i loved the bubbles yeah so it's funny i don't know why it's those little things for me no 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 it's funny because i had another book and i actually sent you a screenshot of it and that's how they put the text in yeah as well but was it, with literally yeah, it's that. those little things for me that like can take a book and just add that little extra oomph to it that I'm like oh I really liked that you know yeah and I just I feel like when I want like a feel-good read I might go to her regular writing and get one of her like nice reads because I liked her writing style yeah honestly I really enjoyed the book a lot I was not sure with the amount of huge religious Mm mm-hmm like undertones of it but at the same time i understand so oh i guess i did like because i pulled up the like my notes and stuff and like the one thing she was talking about that bothered me in the beginning and this is where i did understand the upper class part where it was a little annoying and i was like i'd throw a rave in that house because she was saying how she doesn't normal people would throw a rave but she just wants to put like do this fancy dinner and i was like i i would throw a rave (laughs) but even at 22 but I get, I understand it with the religious upbringing. And then it did write. You just write, wanted to be more adult. Yeah, I did write that. I understand that the girl is upper class, but I don't like that the writing sounds so snobby. And the it wasn't just, right. it was just like some of the descriptive words, not even stuff she was saying, but some of the description description outside of conversation right used words that i get it but it, it tried to it just like she really used the, the, the thesaurus on those things it just the uh, but i like voices, that though i feel like it took me out of it a little bit in the beginning because oh, i was like see, it, i really like that it just felt like it was trying too hard and i think that's the problem i had and then i said bell so far 
And I, cause I'm not, a, and I'm not a big, the biggest fan of the religion, but I, I don't know why I didn't realize, maybe I just forgot and ignored everything before reading this book. I didn't realize it was going to be so religion heavy, but I did say Belle so far is the definition of sit still, look pretty. And I said, what year is this in the 1800s? <laughs> well, it's funny again, because I wasn't, I wasn't raised religious, but I do know a lot of people and I've been friends with a lot of people who were raised, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. Raised. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, they were um, raised super right. religious and especially in the Catholic faith. And I understand with that. Well, there was this one scene. I need to call, stop calling them scenes. But I mean, I guess it was a scene in theory. But when she has that moment with her mom and her dad and Mm -hmm. um it started with the harry potter thing and it kind of just kept going it really kind of like gave me like ptsd vibes of like my own household because not my mother but like grandparents that because well my mom was young so we were there a lot because a the catholic you know household but b they're so ingrained in their faith and they're so ingrained in their belief system not only they're like their faith and their beliefs but they're they're so like hardcore republicans too in that concept Mm -hmm. which goes hand in hand i think in that that i've had so many of those kind of things where something little like that will set them off and it ruins the whole night like for example like one time they were watching tv or something And there was this commercial and in the background of the commercial, I don't even remember what the commercial was about, but in the background of the commercial, there was this man holding another man's hand walking in like the four, four, like way far away background of this commercial. And it had nothing to do with the commercial, but they clocked in on that. And it was the whole discussion of the whole night. And it was the biggest rant of in it's in our face. Why is it in our face? Why is, why are they trying to shove this down our throats? Why, why they're ruining all our lives, ruining the whole world, like stuff like that. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And it just, that Harry Potter scene was like, yeah, I totally understand this. And it's hard because growing up, it was, it was super easy to just be quiet or placate or, you know what I mean? Because you didn't want to, you know, say anything or rock the boat. But as an adult, I get in so many, how do I want to put this? I get in so many problems or people not, because I don't stand for that now that I have kids. Right. Yeah. Because I don't allow that around my kids. Right. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. different. Yeah. I didn't like my, my grandparents are Catholic. They were raised Catholic, but it's funny because I grew up with like my grandparents, like my grandparents still go to church. They go to church every single Mm -hmm. Sunday. They are still religious, but I, to that point. No, I, they gifted me Harry Potter books. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Well, and that's the thing. There's total lines. Yeah, and and I've known some of those people and like I've been friends with some of those people whose family are super, super religious. So I've I've seen it. And I'm not even saying like that that my family is that extreme as these because it's not the same. But I'm just saying some of these scenes gave me that kind of flashback. You're like, oh my gosh, I know how that feels. Like, you know, so it was crazy. And 
then, you know, I also wrote, like, don't excuse bad behavior, even if it's your father and he's, quote, unquote, not a bad man. You can't excuse that behavior. That is, but again, it is ingrained, especially in a patriarchal patriarchal household, Mm -hmm. that whatever the dad says goes, and that's that. And, like, I, while I wasn't raised religious, you know, I have the experience of what your father says goes and what Mm -hmm. happens if you don't listen to that person obviously i'm not going to go into all of the grown-up trauma that i currently have but i i was raised more in that versus the religion so like i can understand that part and then of course you know i dated a shitbag for three years but during it you know you make the excuses like because you're it's it's abuse that's that's all there is to it it's it's abuse but you, you just you're like oh no 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 he's he's not he's not a bad man he just makes these weird one-off crazy decisions and oh no 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 don't worry about it he's not a bad man he just is having like a rough day so it's it it kind of gave a little whiplash with that one um I also did write down a spelling word that I didn't like and I understand why it was written that way because it is set in England and it's tons oh I had, a, I had a feeling oh, you were going to get mad at something like that. But just because we do it differently doesn't mean, you know. No, no, but no, no, no. I'm aware. Yeah. It's just my, my stupid peanut brain. We've discussed this. Like, it just bothered me. See, I read a lot of books set and written yeah. outside. See, so don't. it's like it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I did write that Maddie may be a whore, but she is so far my favorite. Oh, I love her. I, yeah, you know, you was, know what it is? Do you, is you know I, she's the next book? Oh, Maddie God. and Zach get oh, their own book in April. Oh, yeah, Maddie and Zach. They're yes. calling them Zaddy, which I don't like, but um, I had a book that referred to a dude as Zaddy, which actually turned out to be a really great book. I, I think, think that's I why it's bothering me so much because yeah. Zaddy is such a like a daddy, you know, but it's just Zach and Maddie's name put together. So, I mean, I mean whatever. Yeah, I get it. Um, I do. Speaking of Zach, though. I loved the dynamic between Rafe and his friends. Oh my God. I I really just loved it. I'm sorry, but it's not often that we get such like a MMC that has a good group of friends and we get to see that nice dynamic. It was really great. And of course, and especially in the club scenes and stuff, they all respected each other enough. And let me tell you what, Mm -hmm. Callum can talk dirty to me anytime. Day of the week. I mean, Rafe well, was a little clingy, but I was not mad about it. No, like he was like the right amount of clingy, which I liked. I loved their whole relationship and the way that they acted towards each other. And I do, even the club, it could have been written. I wish more. she wasn't so young, like the because yeah. she acted young. I wish be if she was that age, fine. I'm not. Uh, I'm not upset with the age. I just didn't like how immature she was. Well, I think the reason they painted her as that immature is be honestly because they were of trying to. Brain. I know. Like, I, I know. I understand that part. But again, I wish that they didn't have her go to church after they finally slept together because maybe it's just because we don't do the religion thing. So maybe no, that no. Is something. For me, it was you're going to paint this world as what it is, and you're going to finally, you know, have these great characters like Maddie saying boundaries, create this like and 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 have and have Rafe be like, no, you're it's not okay for your father to talk this way. Not okay. Like that's abuse. And then you're gonna have her go to church. I'm sorry, but you're just cre you're just continuing the cycle of abuse. It could be she needed it for closure. I like that's the only thing and I And if that's what it was, sure. Yeah. But she's like, No, I just want it for comfort. 
I'm like, well, because that's all she's known for years. I know, but come on, sweetheart. It takes more than a really, really good banging to to get rid of your comforts. So it's just gonna take time. So I mean, I'm sure that it she'll eventually stop, but it was like ingrained into her for eternity. But I just listen that blindfold. Mm. Oh, oh, so okay. Let's talk about. (laughs) Let's talk about all of it, please. So. All the way up until the final scene. Well, I shouldn't say final, but all the way up until the scene where they finally slept together. All the way up before that, hot as fuck. Let oh me tell God. you. I don't know oh. what happened between that and the rest, but it was like two different worlds. Yeah. Because everything before they slept together, hot as fuck. I'm going to say yeah. it again. I don't know why, but I have no other descriptive words right now, but hot as fuck. Them sleeping together with everything being that amazing, touching over clothes and everything, I expected the gambit of fucking amazingness to go off when they finally slept together. And I'm not, t- I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just saying it wasn't to the level that I built it up in my head that it would be after all that preceded it was amazing. And then they glossed over the rest. It was kind of like um, all the everything beginning is foreplay. And then literally mm-hmm. that part was just, you skip the orgasm part and it's just the come down. You know what I mean? Like that, that yeah, it was just, it was the come down without. It was, the whole book was foreplay dude. and they glossed the rest. Oh, yeah. And the foreplay a, was fantastic. Oh, what a beautiful Whoa. foreplay that was. Holy. It was, she can foreplay oh. anything for me anytime. I just wish the rest of it matched. Yeah. Because if the rest of the, that had matched the foreplay, holy freaking Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was. <laughs> It was so good. I was I was happy because like the other thing too is I like how you could tell the amount of care that went into either like researching because the shit that happens you need to research that crap like for to write a book like this or live it yourself. It's it was very I loved all the rules for the club. I loved how everything was laid out. There was so much good in this book and it was very well written. And then yes, you get all of that lead up. So, I mean, it was still good. Like, don't get me wrong. That's what I said. If I hadn't had the level of foreplay that I had before, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. You know what I mean? But the level Mm. that was given to us during all of the lead up, you expected that level or higher when you got to actually the good stuff. Mm -hmm. I I should say, but I mean, that was, you know, yeah. I mean, so also, I mean, it's a book. We have all read enough books that it's hard to, to be surprising sometimes. But that dad twist, I saw it 10,000 miles away. Oh, for sure. It was so cliche. I don't think I expected um, him to go that far off the deep end. But I, I mean, I expected Well, we knew it. he was going to come home. We knew, you know, he was going to respond that way. I mean, I, I saw the whole thing happening. Yeah. My problem was all that happened... And I did not feel like the family stuff got as much resolution no. as was required. No, I mean, she cut them off, but like, I felt like it could have She didn't been. cut them off. Or she they, said that. Uh, no, she said, she just said, I need you to respect my decisions. But then they said, we'll sleep on it. 
and then they never went back and right. had a conversation. I don't conversation. know why I thought that she was like, and if you can't do that, then you can't be in my life. I don't know why I thought that that, I don't she, know. Well, she was with. trying to be firm like that, but it ended up being, we're going to sleep on it and we'll reconvene kind okay, of thing. Yeah, and so nothing then, ever happened. Yeah, so then no, definitely no resolution there. So that kind of sucks, but. You know, yeah, there's some different. I mean, like, there is a continuation. You know what I mean? Yeah, Zach and Maddie are the next book. So, in theory, as we might you read some. the series, you might get some. But to me, to have a complete book, you needed more of a resolution for that family stuff, okay. in my opinion. No, yeah, of course. So, who was your favorite? You can have more than one. Well, I loved Maddie and I loved Rafe. Weird, but I liked, I mean, I loved all his friends too. Listen. I fell in love with Callum at first. Are you kidding me? The man, the man, he was kind of a little. He was, you know what though? That extra was great. And I loved it. But, anyways, (laughs) I had this, um, This this stupid line. I think I texted it to you as I was reading. Oh, I, was, it's, oh, I have uh, I have a I have some too. So yeah, have some too. It was yeah, I do. <laughs> when she uh, was trying to choose if she was going to try to do the program or not. She mm-hmm. was she's like, "If sex in general is the forbidden fruit, this is presumably the meth laced fruit." And I was like, I almost, fantastic. I almost did that. <laughs> So I have a couple that were, I highlighted. I did Don't Go Slut Shaming Him, You Judgy Little Horror from Maddie. Just because you're too scared to dip your toe in the water doesn't mean everyone else has to abstain, which I liked. And then another one was, and he's a particularly kinky fairy godfather swooping in to exercise the former and ignite the latter, which was funny. The one that I laughed out loud for so hard. I felt myself chuckling quite a bit with this book considering. I did too, but here's what happened. They were talking about their relationship and I fucking laughed out loud when he goes, Belle, I say, with all due respect, shut the fuck up i burst out laughing so hard because like she's like spiraling and talking about like well for a relationship are you, you still gonna go to the club or are we still gonna do the club and he goes bell just shut the fuck up and i was like <laughs> i started laughing i did love him and i loved maddie but i was confused because in the beginning she like made such a big deal about her two best friends and the dynamic between them and how they were so different and then we never heard from the other one again yeah ever. yeah that was a little weird i'm glad that we kept maddie though but yeah it was um... well yeah she, and she she had an important part to play and she's going to be the next book but like yeah. i don't even remember the other one's name because we spent 80% of the rest of the book without seeing her again yeah so i mean i yeah i wish they would have just left her out in general maybe something with an a who did you did you not like Ooh, well, so callum was your favorite i mean I, I'm torn. I like Callum and Maddie were my two favorites. Yeah. Okay. Who did you not like? Oh. God. I mean, besides the dad. And, I know. know that's the hard part. Is I literally hated the dad, and I didn't really like the mom either. But I, I was gonna say for me, the mom might have been even worse because she was compliant and complicit to the whole thing. Yeah, but I mean. It sucks because, like, I want to say that too, but then again, I can understand the compliance when you're in a relationship like that. Again, because I you have children, they she needs her child needs to come first now. Right. So I get that. But while I didn't have the religion aspect, I have been in a similar situation. So it's I I get it. But I still didn't like her. <laughs> so I don't know. 
It, yeah. it was the, the the not liking person was kind of hard for me this book because everything was just written well and like the characters you're supposed to hate you hate you know right I really liked yeah I really liked this I like I really liked this author like, I did too. regardless of the story or anything else like I'm not saying I didn't like the story I'm just saying regardless of the story I liked this author and her writing style maybe I'm just gonna have to read her fluffy stuff to make me happy that's what I'm saying I wonder yeah I definitely am gonna read Zach and Maddie's book oh, for sure. in April yeah but I think that when I need something light I'm gonna probably check her out and see if it's the same style yeah so Amazon has only a hundred reviews so this book just came out. Oh, that would literally. explain it. I, you know, um, I, I got this. It. Yeah, it just came out. I got this off a brand new 2023 What You Should Read This Year oh, list. Good. Yeah, so. Cool. Well, with 100 reviews, new. it has a 4.4. So. Solid. I'd probably I, give it 4.5, maybe. Maybe. See, yeah. I. Maybe 4.25. I was thinking about going between 4 and 4.4. I was thinking of like in between only the religious chapter threw me off, and that was kind of where yeah. like dinged it down. And okay, so I'm going to go down to 4.25 because for me, I was frustrated that the level of spice in the first half did not match the spice match in the second. Se- exactly. Yeah. So I did end up screenshotting like two reviews so I could read them. So one of them was saying how like oftentimes if I read a very spicy book, it's literally just for that. The writing's terrible, plot's terrible, literally for the spice until unfurl. This book is in my top reads of ever. The character development, the plot, the writing, and then the spice, and then a bunch of emojis. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one was the book is jam-packed with spicy scenes that take uh, Dirty to a whole new level. I gave it four stars because I would have liked to see more of their actual relationship bloom. And because there mm-hmm. was a lot of religious talk that was a bit odd for me to read, but still four out of five. So I, I agree. Like, I, yeah, I'm um, about that. I'm about yeah. that. How about, how about your cucumber, darling? So it's very difficult because if you had asked me based on the first half of the book, I would have a widely different answer than the second half of the book. And now we just got to combine. Them. I know. That's why I'm, my brain's trying to. I'm putting it like a seven. I was going to say, I, I want to say a six because I'm so disappointed in the seventh half, the second half, but I don't want to, I don't want to take away from all the gloriousness that was the first half either, you know? It's a balancing act. I know. Seven. Perfect. We agree on one for once. We agree. Like, we we agree. Same- rating for one which is crazy because that never fucking happens apparently we're definitely coming back for zach and maddie in um, April, so. yeah and i because i can't wait to hear zach's backstory like oh, i i know i don't know why but he wasn't even in it that much but i already love him oh man it's so i just my little tortured glassy nerdy soul it was so good i love him and his little glasses just Ugh. Wheel of Fate tab. Click, 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 click. Ready? And go. Click, 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 click. One of these days you're going to have to fix it for me. <laughs> one day. One day, but not today, baby. All right. So the next book that we are going to be reading, and if y'all want to follow along and read with us and read it, you think. here is your Do chance. you think it's as much trash as we do or do you love it as much as we do? Exactly. So the book is going to be Raptor. Raptor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do I not remember writing this down? Who the Neither. That's why I'm looking. <laughs> why did I write it down? Because I don't even see it on the list. <gasps> I know. I know. I know. I know. It's the second book in the blah, 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 in the series. Oh, in the read. Rogue series? Oh, that explains it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember. 
It's the second rogue book. All right. Well, that'll be, this will be interesting then because. My brain just like had a whole like meltdown during that whole moment. That's so funny. So I was on assignment to handle PR for the Air Force's Raptor demonstration team. And my fascination with the powerful aircraft made this my ultimate dream job. But as the pilot popped his cockpit canopy and climbed out of the jet, my adrenaline quickly turned to shock, leaving me speechless and a little crazed. Ian Thomas was striding from the jet directly toward me with a perfectly cocky smile plastered on his face. The last time I saw him was 12 years ago in high school. He was the quiet, nerdy boy, and I was the popular cheerleading queen that never gave him the time of day. That lanky nerd is now replaced with a confident pilot in front of me. Seeing him in his flight suit and the way his jaws flexed um, as he slid his aviators over his eyes, I knew that I was in trouble and I was about to cause a whole lot more trouble in return. Ooh, okay. So also, Ariel, I did not send you a text message of something that I found. Oh boy. And it was after your disappointment last week. Oh no. Your, our last episode. So I was going to send this to you. Oh, boy. Because I remember how disappointed you were about <laughs> mountain man. Oh, my mountain man. Right. Yes. So as I was looking at stuff while we were recording, and I didn't want to interrupt us while we were doing it, a book for another mountain man popped up in my book. <laughs> Oh, it is boy. called Mountain Man's Claim, A Small Town Romance. And it says, I was okay. searching for a new home. What I found was a wild mountain man. So I don't know. It just says, I moved to this small town to build a new life. How was I supposed to know there'd be nowhere else to stay? Or that Caleb Walker likes his cabin to himself. He thinks I'm a city girl who'll fly away when the going gets tough. But I see the pain behind his deep, dark eyes. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. And the beast that's driving him to kick me out. So I offer him a job. Fix up the house I'm buying in town and I'll be gone all the sooner. Then everything changes the night of the harvest dance when he says those seven words. Tell me you want me inside. More excuse me? <laughs> now the closer I get to moving out, the closer our hearts get to breaking. He's still pulling. It is a full length standalone romance featuring a small town. Put it on the TBR. I will. No cheating and no cliffhanger. But I remember how. I was very disappointed. So. I just wanted to let you know that I found one that is a potential that we were going to add to the list because I remember how disappointed you were about the mountain man. And you know what? I want you to have your mountain man fantasy. <laughs> Disappoint you. <laughs> I don't even know if I necessarily have a mountain man fantasy. That just, that blurb was fantastic. Listen, those seven it, Maybe if they could learn how to write like their yeah. blurb, that'd be super. Mm -hmm. So maybe like, this one will be good. Come on. Yeah. It literally like, popped up. I don't remember where it was. I mean, who doesn't want there. to find a naked seven foot mountain man in the river? I don't know. Who That's basically just says mine and takes you back to your cabin. I like, mean, hello. Yeah. Right. It well, sounded this dude fantastic. just says, tell me you want me inside you. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> so, do you have any final words for the humans? Lock down your mountain man while you can. If you know where the mountain men are, I mean, tell Ariel. <laughs> 
the men that you find attractive in like books, you would probably never want to meet in real life. No, I read a lot of billionaire ones, and you want want to know what? Rich yeah, men I, I would like to meet bags. them actually. You no. want you would say <laughs> yeah, that, true. but I because yeah, you mean. know what happens sometimes when they're really rich, they turn out to be felons. Even though but that's really the high. thing, I read a lot of books about felons um, because they're usually like mafia related or something, mm. or cartel or things like that, and they're some of the hottest books but i wouldn't actually want to meet those people in real life that would probably not be smart i mean it may not be smart but listen you know i have an experience with felons yeah dude he was so hot come on (laughs) i could lick his abs that's not what i thought you were gonna say (laughs) like crystal (laughs) i have no regrets not a one